Hey there, and welcome to Max XP for RPGs, the podcast where I talk about RPGs, but also whatever else I want, because I do as I please. Um, if you're new here, how on earth did you find me? <laughs> I apologize, my voice is still a little rough, it's still in the morning time, and <clears throat> I haven't had the chance to really chat with anybody yet, so, uh, gal, I'm tired. My four-month-old decided uh, last night would be the night for violence. She's starting to teeth, so uh, she's keeping me up. <laughs> but it's not too bad. Um, let's see. Currently, I am playing... Uh, who knows? <laughs> I think I need to go back to Shin Megami Tensei Five. Um, I played a little bit of Knights of the Old Republic. I just, I can't help myself. I just, I love Star Wars and you know, being able to run around with a freaking lightsaber in a big open, um, big open game that I can go to different planets and, you know, I haven't gotten that far. I'm still on Dead to Eden, but I just, uh, um, went through the whole, uh, let's see, the, the underground ruins that Malak and Revan went through before me. So, um, I've, I've gotten a little bit further, but not much further. I've at least played, I only played for maybe an hour, hour and a half. I was doing a couple of side quests as well. Uh, and Shin Megami Tensei 5, I just played a little bit so I can record some B-roll for, uh, I'm going to start kind of uploading these on YouTube just for the fun of it. You know, I kind of missed, uh, I, I used to have a YouTube channel and it didn't really work out for me. It's, you know, other people involved were not particularly helpful. Uh, one one was, but um, he and I are, are moved on to other projects now. So, um, and in fact, one of those projects we're working on together. So, uh, sorry, I had to stretch. Uh, so anyway, um, what I wanted to talk about today is Dragon Quest Eleven, and won't you believe it? I've recorded this episode already. But it didn't, uh, it didn't process, so here we go again. But I'm okay with it because as much as I can talk about Dragon Quest XI, I'm happy about it. That's one of my favorite games ever. And um, let me tell you why. So if you don't know anything about Dragon Quest, it's been around, oh goodness me, it's been around since about the mid-80s. It, People nowadays call it like the grandfather of JRPGs. It was one of the first, um, one of the first that I know of personally. I did an essay on, on RPGs and JRPGs actually, so I'm pretty familiar with the history behind them. Um, but as far as I can remember, it's one of the, it's the first console turn-based RPG, and thus it, it's earned the nickname the grandfather of RPGs. Uh, Dragon Quest actually hasn't really changed its formula very, very much in the <laughs> 35 years or so that it's, um, that it's been out. Excuse me, <coughs> my voice is still cracking. Uh, so the, the formula in terms of the combat and the, even, even the music and, um, things like that hasn't really changed much, but, um, in terms of Dragon Quest XI, it's it, it kind of works for it. 
I mean, the, so the, the art style has, from the get-go has been done by Akira Toriyama, which if you're not familiar with him, he did the, he did the art style for, um, or he did the art for uh, Dragon Ball. He was, uh, in fact, he was the guy behind Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, oh, excuse me. He's done a couple of other, other things, but nothing else is well known. <clears throat> as is Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and of course Dragon Quest. Uh, Dragon Quest actually hasn't had much of a footprint here in in the western side of the world in the in the U.S. Um, but Dragon Quest XI has actually um, grown that footprint quite a bit. Uh, it it, act, it seems like any game that releases on Nintendo Switch grows any video game's uh, footprint, at least if it's you know. Like lesser known, like the E series has really grown in popularity because of the Switch. Shin Megami Tensei has really grown in popularity because of the Switch. Um, and it, just imagine what would happen if they actually released like a real Persona on on Nintendo Switch. Like you know, if they took uh, Persona 5 Royal and you know kind of scale it down and made it fit on the Switch. Imagine what could happen with that. But. Uh, Anyway, Dragon Quest Eleven. So just to kind of go over the story, I mean, your your character is a luminary, and the luminary um, is kind of this legendary character that's uh, set that's prophesied to vanquish evil. Um, but your legend has kind of been twisted in one area in in one city. Um, they see you as the dark spawn because when your character was born, all these all these monsters and all this evil started filling the world. And, pardon me, sorry. Um, so, you, like right from the get-go, your character is like thrown in prison, but it happens to meet another character named Eric, who had been told by a fortune teller that he would be um, he would be an an important person in the in the life of the luminary, and if he was if he stuck with like his fate was tied with the luminary essentially, and so. Um, like, you know, you two meet, and he's like, hey, I know who you are, and uh, things just kind of go crazy from there, and the story has, like, a little bit of a, little bit of a, of a loop, like, you get, like, you know, usually people are like, you know, act two is where, you know, the climax happens, and then everything starts, start, starts to kind of taper down towards the end of act three, um, now this game's like a roller coaster, like, there's a lot going on throughout all of the acts, and acts, like, halfway through, um, in fact, I think this game you can you can actually sum up in four acts instead of three. Normally, it's a three act. I kind of view things as like a three act um, sequence. This game I view it as four because like at the end of the second act, everything just drops and there's this big twist. And then, um, like, you know, roller coaster all the way through act one and act two. And then you have this big rise and then all of a sudden, big big fall. And then you have to kind of work like story wise you're working your way right uh, back up and then there's another you know another roller coaster it kind of flattens for a second and then goes up and then goes down and then goes up and then you have the big climactic final battle with the boss and then it kind of stays level because after that there's a lot more that happens there's um oh my gosh there's so much in this game there's so many side quests there's um like every single time I see like video or footage or you know watching YouTube or something and somebody pulls in a little 
segmented footage of Dragon Quest XI. I'm like, oh gosh, dang it, and I had to go and play it again. <laughs> the game is the game is just so good. The characters are incredible. Um, the combat's so so much fun, so addicting, and it's not particularly difficult by any means. But there are some parts in the game where if you're not kind of spending your time leveling your characters, you're gonna have a bit of a you're gonna have a bit of a rough time with. And uh, kind of music-wise, Dragon Quest XI is nothing particularly special in terms of the music, and that's just because Dragon Quest, like, if you pit, um, like, Dragon Quest One music, and kind of like updated it to like an orchestral style, and then pair, and then put it alongside Dragon Quest XI, and you're like, okay, pick out the difference. You'd be like, I, uh, it sounds like it comes from the same game. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just Dragon Quest. That's, I mean, if you're a longtime fan of the series, that's just something you're used to at this point. The music never really changes that drastically. Uh, sorry, I keep yawning. Ugh. Anyway, um, I would, I would say the story is one of the best told stories that I've, that I've, you know, that I've played in, in a JRPG. And that's, that's saying something. There's a lot of excellent, excellent stories and excellent storytelling in JRPGs in general, but Dragon Quest XI just nails it. Uh, but like I said, the gameplay, turn-based combat. Um, if you've played Shin Megami Tensei V, you're pretty familiar with it. If you've played Final Fantasy... Uh, if you've played Final Fantasy X, you'd be familiar with it. But if you've played any other Final Fantasy, um, the active turn-based um, battle style that like traditional Final Fantasy uses is it, it, it kind of uses a turn-based formula but also adjusts it so that um, everybody's kind of moving based on their um, ATB uh, bar you know when that little progress bar fills up all the way that's when people can can do their move can do their thing um, so uh, Final Fantasy almost adds like an element of, uh, of urgency to it in a manner of speaking, um, but Dragon Quest XI, I really like how the how turn-based battle games play because it gives you a little bit of time to kind of strategize and think, and you know you come to a character, okay, what are my options against this enemy? This is effective, this is not, so I'm going to go with what's effective, but I also have a limited pool of of power that I'm that's available to me, so um, would it be efficient to just to just keep hitting it? Um, with something less effective and hold on to that that magic power in, in case there's trouble or it would be more effective if I just wipe it out with um, as few hits as possible uh, so there you know there's and there's a lot of other strategies involved as well like you know using particular items to um, to refresh the combat and refresh your characters you know get your help up get your magic power up um, buff your characters, things like that. And uh, in Dragon Quest XI, they added a new uh, thing called Pep Up, which I, I think is done in other Dragon Quest games, but I don't recall off the top of my head. But when your characters are pepped up, they can do they can do like very hard hitting special moves. And if you have more than one character that's pepped up, um, there's there's a possibility that they'll have like a paired Pep Up move. Um, uh, pepped Up Power, I think, is what they're called. And they do so much damage. 
so figuring out figuring out like who's the best characters to have in your party at, at you know because you, you're only allowed four and I think there's a total of um, seven or eight characters that are in your party all together um, at, by the end of the game anyway so trying to figure out like who who are the best characters to have in the party um, what are the best what are the what are give you the most effective pet powers to use if you know that's something that needs to happen um, you know what are the most what are the most important items to be carrying with you in a battle things like that there's there's a bunch of things that need to be factored in it's it's got a lot of strategy to it uh, and honestly the game is just fantastic if you if you went and did everything in the game it would probably take you like 100 between about 150 to 200 hours maybe and because there's just there's so much I mean like I said like once you get to the uh, once you get to the final boss like the final final boss of the game there's so much more to do after that and uh, I mean there, there's an entire like whole section like a, like a on the 2d side there's an entire section that has nothing to do with the story it's just you know additional stuff to do that has its own little boss and then there's like a final final boss of the end of the game after that that's like you know the super boss um, there's just there's so much that's packed into this game so much story so much so much light and life and so there's just I mean the, the areas are big the world is huge um, it, just, it feels like you're actually traversing an entire continent <laughs> with how big this game is and uh, there's just, I, I just don't have anything else but good things to say about Dragon Quest except for the music that's mediocre but everything else is just is fantastic um, so if you haven't played Dragon Quest 11 and you and you you have access to any console at this point <laughs> um, it's on every console I would say go with Dragon Quest 11 s instead of just the traditional Dragon Quest 11 because on ps4 and uh, PC, Dragon Quest Eleven is available. I think it's still available. They they might have cut it out, cut it off, um, at this point. But it had it had a higher graphic fidelity, but Dragon Quest Eleven S has more to it. The graphics are kind of tuned down a little bit, but there's so much more to do. There's uh, I mean, there's a whole two D. Um, side of the game, and you can play the entire game in 2D as well if you want to do that. That's not my forte, but you know, play how you want. But it, oh my gosh, the game is just incredible. If you haven't played it, there's a 10-hour demo on the Nintendo Switch. I'm sure it's available on PlayStation and, and Xbox as well. Uh, give it a go; it's fantastic. So um, anyway, best Dragon Quest 11, and that's my opinion on it. Uh, so hope you enjoyed, and. Uh, See you next time.